0: Welcome to Hollywood Insider's Podcasts. Do subscribe and feel free to visit HollywoodInsider.com for more. Hollywood Insider is a media network focused on substance and meaningful entertainment while being against gossip and scandal so as to utilize media as a tool to unite and better our world by combining entertainment, education, and philanthropy. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free.
1: 32 facts about the Marvel Cinematic Universe. In the great sea of Hollywood blockbusters, Marvel has grown into the perfect apex predator. Starting with Jon Favreau's Iron Man.
0: I am Iron Man.
1: The once humble Marvel Studios brand has grown into a cultural phenomenon. With 23 films currently released and dozens more projects in various stages of development, the Marvel Cinematic Universe has dominated both the box office and pop culture. Despite this epic success though, not everything goes according to Planet Marvel. Mistakes are made and plans are changed as time goes on. However, the love and attention to detail shown by Marvel Studios and their president Kevin Feige has ensured fairly smooth sailing until today. Below are 32 successes, failures, or just fun facts about Marvel Studios' cinematic universe. Number one. Wakanda, the most technologically advanced country in the world, hidden in the heart of Africa, has long been a part of the Marvel Cinematic Universe. The country is most well known as the setting of 2018's Black Panther, but it was first mentioned in 2015's Age of Ultron.
0: Wakanda, Wakanda.
1: Even earlier still, Wakanda can be glimpsed in the background of 2010's Iron Man 2, marked on a map being monitored by Nick Fury and his S.H.I.E.L.D. agents. Number two. As of 2019's Spider- man Far From Home,
0: I always feel like I'm putting my friends in danger.
1: Only two characters in the MCU have been played by more than one actor. Edward Norton portrayed Dr. Bruce Banner in 2010's The Incredible Hulk, but was replaced by Mark Ruffalo in the character's subsequent appearance in 2012's The Avengers.
0: I'm always angry.
1: Meanwhile, actor Terrence Howard portrayed Colonel James Rhodes in 2008's Iron Man, but he was replaced by Don Cheadle in the sequel Iron Man 2. Number 3. The Infinity Stones are most well-known for their major role in Avengers Infinity War and Avengers Endgame, but the first appearance of an Infinity Stone was in the post-credit scene of 2011's Thor. The Tesseract, later revealed to be the Space Stone, went on to play a major role in Captain America, the First Avenger, and the Avengers. The Tesseract has appeared more than any other Infinity Stone in the MCU, showing up at least briefly in 9 of the 23 films. Number four. In Captain America The Winter Soldier, Steve Rogers carries a list of the major pop culture icons that he has missed due to being frozen in ice since 1945. You do anything fun Saturday night? Well, all the guys in my
0: barbershop quartet are dead, so... No, not really.
1: However, this list is actually different in each country's version of the film to better fit their pillars of pop culture. For example, the US version of the list features I Love Lucy and Steve Jobs, while the UK version features the Beatles and the 1966 World Cup Final. Number five, in Norse mythology, ravens are regarded as symbols of Odin, the king of Asgard, and the Aesir gods. This motif shows up subtly in various films within the MCU, as actor Anthony Hopkins appears repeatedly as Odin, the father of Chris Hemsworth's Thor. In the first Thor films, two ravens sit perched upon Odin's throne, while in the sequel Thor The Dark World, one perches on Odin's arm. For a more subtle example, in The Avengers, ravens are seen as flying close by as the brothers Thor and Loki get into heated argument.
0: Oh, yes. And you miss the truth of ruling, brother.
1: <sighs> Number six, Odin's Vault, featured in both Thor and the sequel Thor Ragnarok, features a collection of iconic items from the pages of Marvel Comics. Among these relics are the Infinity Gauntlet, which Kate Blanchett's character Hela claims to be a fake in Ragnarok.
0: Most of the stuff in here is fake.
1: The Tesseract, the Eternal Flame, the Tuning Fork, and the Warlock's Eye are also items from Marvel Comics that appear, but the first two also playing a large role in MCU films. Tony Stark has a penchant for naming his artificial intelligence companions using fun acronyms. Closing in? While never actually stated on film, supplementary material reveals that the name of his first AI assistant, Jarvis, stands for Just a Rather Very Intelligent System. In Spider- man Far From Home, it is humorously revealed that the AI system Edith, Stark's last gift to his protege, Peter Parker, actually stands for Even Dead, I'm the Hero.
0: Edith stands for Even Dead, I'm the Hero. Tony loved his acronyms. Yeah, he did.
1: Number eight. Captain America's The Winter Soldier features an amazing and subtle reference to Quentin Tarantino's Pulp Fiction. When Samuel L. Jackson's character Nick Fury is presumed dead at the end of the film, his grave is marked with the epitaph, The Path of the Righteous Man, which is attributed to Ezekiel 2517. This is a reference to Samuel L. Jackson's character Jules Winfield in Pulp Fiction and the famous monologue he delivers before executing his targets. Number nine. In James Gunn's Gardens of the Galaxy duology, his brother Sean Gunn plays a major role. Sean appears on screen as Kraglin, the right-hand man of Michael Rooker's space pirate Yondu Undonta, with this role being greatly expanded in the second film. However, Sean works double duty by also acting as the on-set stand-in for Rocket Raccoon, who is composed entirely of CGI and voiced by Bradley Cooper. Sean Gunn's ability to walk while squatting makes him an ideal stand-in for the three-foot-tall gunslinger. Number 10. To avoid spoilers spreading about their upcoming films, Marvel Studios often uses humorous working titles and codenames to keep their productions a secret. For example, the big team-up crossover films The Avengers and Avengers Age of Ultron use the working titles Group Hug and After Party. The first two Captain America movies, The First Avenger and The Winter Soldier, alluded to the character's fate of being trapped in ice for 70 years by using the codenames Frostbite and Freezer Burn. Number 11. Without adjusting for inflation, the Marvel Cinematic Universe contains two of the highest-grossing films of all time. As of July 2020, Avengers: Endgame is currently the highest-grossing film of all time, beating out James Cameron's Avatar by taking in 2.7 billion at the box office. Meanwhile, Endgame's predecessor Avengers: Infinity War is the fifth highest-grossing movie of all time, having earned more than 2 billion at the box office. Number 12. Longtime Marvel Comics writer, editor, and publisher Stan Lee has made a cameo appearance in every MCU movie so far. He appears as a Hugh Hefner look-alike in Iron Man.
0: look great, Hefner.
1: An army general in Captain America the First Avenger.
0: My hands aren't as steady as they used to be.
1: And the an intergalactic barber in Thor Ragnarok. Sadly, Lee passed away in 2018, and so his final film cameo was in 2019's Spider-Man Far From Home. Number 13. Even though Marvel Studios president Kevin Feige meticulously plans out the franchise's productions, sometimes things still happen last minute. Following the world premiere of The Avengers on April 11, 2012 at El Capitan Theater in Los Angeles, the main cast reassembled one more time the following day. It was on April 12 that the six core actors filmed the now-iconic Shawarma scene, a post-credits scene that depicts our heroes grabbing a bite to eat after saving the world. Number 14. The now-famous Russo brothers, Joe and Anthony Russo, come from quite humble beginnings. The two began their career as comedy writers on movies such as You, Me, and Dupree and television shows like Arrested Development and Community. Based solely on these various comedy projects, the two were hired to direct Captain America The Winter Soldier and Captain America Civil War. The siblings would go on to direct two of the highest grossing films of all time, Avengers Infinity War and Avengers Endgame. Number 15. Fans were left waiting a long time to discover the title of Avengers Endgame. Even after the shocking cliffhanger ending of Avengers Infinity War, the title of the fourth Avengers film was still a mystery. However, the title was right in viewers' faces the entire time. In Avengers Age of Ultron, Tony Stark makes an offhand comment that's what's happening in outer space is the end game.
0: We can bust arms dealers all the live long day, but that up there, that's, that's the end game.
1: In Infinity War, Benedict Cumberbatch's Doctor Strange cryptically tells Stark that we're in the end game now before he turns to dust. Number 16. Due to the MCU's massive success, each of its major stars saw a big pay bump during the franchise's growth. Chris Evans was paid $1 million for the starring role in Captain America The First Avenger, but by the time Captain America Civil War rolled around, he was making $15 million per film. Meanwhile, Chris Hemsworth was paid only $150,000 for the starring role in Thor, but by Endgame, he too was making $15 million per film. Number 17. Comedian Paul Rudd, who plays Scott Lang in the Ant-Man films, has managed to become a bit more diversified within the MCU than his co-stars. Alongside a lead role in the series, he's the only MCU actor to also receive writing credits for the films. Rudd is credited as a writer on both Ant-Man and its sequel, Ant-Man and the Wasp. Number 18. As many already know, the Marvel Cinematic Universe is a truly star studded affair. The grand finale for the story so far, Adventure's Endgame, features a whopping 19 Academy Award nominated actors and actresses. These legendary performers included Samuel L. Jackson, Robert Redford, Robert Downey Jr., and Josh Brolin. Number 19. Actor Anthony Mackie, who portrays Sam Wilson slash the Falcon in the Captain American Avengers series, reportedly wanted the role so he could show his son that there are African American superheroes too. Mackie apparently sent several emails to Marvel asking for a role in one of their upcoming films, which caught the eye of Marvel Studios president Kevin Feige. Mackie went on to play Falcon in Captain America The Winter Soldier and will be taking up the mantle of Captain America in the upcoming Disney Plus series The Falcon and The Winter Soldier. Number 20. Phil Coulson, a S.H.I.E.L.D. agent played by the fantastic Clark Gregg, was the staple of the early MCU films. However, this wasn't initially intended to be the case. Coulson was only planning to appear in the first Iron Man, but when contract negotiations with Samuel L. Jackson were delayed, a S.H.I.E.L.D. representative was needed for Thor. Thus, Coulson was brought back, and then he returned again in The Avengers before receiving his own long-running spin-off show, Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Number 21. Benedict Cumberbatch has the distinction of playing two characters in the same film. Cumberbatch famously appears as the sorcerer Dr. Stephen Strange in Dr. Strange, Thor, Ragnarok, Avengers Infinity War, and Avengers Endgame.
0: My name is Dr. Stephen Strange and I have some questions for you.
1: However, he also voices the interdimensional villain Dormammu in Dr. Strange. This means that Cumberbatch is speaking to himself during the film's climactic final battle. Number 22. In Captain Marvel, an orange cat-looking alien named Goose repeatedly appears throughout the film. The adorable Flerkin is named after Anthony Edwards' character in the 1986 film Top Gun, starring Tom Cruise and Val Kilmer. Given the Air Force's heavy involvement in the film's plot, Goose's name is certainly appropriate. Number 23. At the end of Thor The Dark World, Thor returns to Earth and reunites with his partner, Jane Foster, played by Natalie Portman. However, in this final scene, Foster is actually portrayed by Chris Hemsworth's real-life wife, Elsa Pataky. Due to scheduling conflicts, Portman and Hemsworth were not able to be together on set to film this final post credit scene, so Hemsworth decided to just kiss his wife instead. 24. In each of the six films within the second phase of Marvel Studios films, a character loses their hand or arm. These include Bucky Barnes in Captain America the Winter Soldier, Groot in Guardians of the Galaxy, and Ulysses Claw in Avengers Age of Ultron.
0: I'm sure that's going to be okay. I'm sorry.
1: According to Marvel Studios president Kevin Feige, this running gag is referenced to the second Star Wars film, The Emperor Strikes Back, when Darth Vader cuts off Luke Skywalker's hand and reveals that he is his father.
0: No, I am your
1: father. Number 25, despite hailing from the fictional country of Wakanda, the actors in Captain America Civil War and Black Panther speak in the real-life language of Xhosa. Kosa, which is known for its use of click consonants, is one of the 11 official languages of South Africa and is spoken by 19 million people. Number 26, in the Guardians of the Galaxy films, Groot is well-known for his limited vocabulary. He is only able to say the phrase, I am Groot, or sometimes very similar variations of the phrase. Oui. However, there are some people who know exactly what he's saying. Writer-director James Gunn also writes a Groot edition script for his voice actor Vin Diesel, which reveals what all of Groot's lines actually mean. This helps Diesel give each line the proper cadence and depth. Number 27. Actor Kenneth Choi, known for his roles in The Wolf of Wall Street and Sons of Anarchy, actually plays his own grandson in the MCU. Choi first appeared in 2011's Captain America The First Avenger as Japanese-American soldier Jim Morita, an ally of Captain America during World War II. Then in 2017, Choi appeared as Principal Morita, the principal of Peter Parker's high school in Spider-Man Homecoming. The shared last name and a black and white photograph of Jim Morita in the principal's office confirms the familial link between the two characters. Number 28. Several MCU films, including Black Panther and Avengers Infinity War, feature a fierce clan of Wakandan warriors called the Dora Milaje. This all-female group serves to protect the King of Wakanda from danger. The Dora Milaje are actually based on a real-life group called the Dahomey Amazons, a female army considered the deadliest group of women in the world. Number 29. While the Marvel Cinematic Universe's actors are now inseparably linked to their iconic roles, it wasn't always that way. A number of other high-profile stars were initially considered to play the MCU's major heroes. Actor Sam Rockwell was nearly cast as Tony Stark in Iron Man, but instead got a chance to play rival arms dealer Justin Hammer in Iron Man 2. John Krasinski, famous for his role as Jim Halpert on The Office, also auditioned for Captain America.
0: You know, 16th choice for Captain America.
1: <laughs> Emily Blunt was also considered for the role of Black Widow in Iron Man 2. Chris Hemsworth's younger brother Liam Hemsworth also came close to scoring his older brother's role as Thor. Number 30. One of the most famous lines from Thor Ragnarok was actually suggested by a fan. According to director Taika Waititi, a young boy was visiting the film set as part of the Make-A-Wish Foundation charity. As they filmed a confrontation between thor and the hulk the boys suggested that thor comment that hulk is a friend from work the cast and crew loved the idea and went with it and the line is now an iconic part of the film
0: we know each other he's a friend from work
1: number 31 elon musk the founder and ceo of spacex has an interesting relationship with the iron man films Robert Downey Jr. partially based his performance as Tony Stark on Musk, and Stark has a Tesla Roadster parked in his garage in the first film. Musk also makes a brief, but memorable cameo appearance as himself in Iron Man 2. You're
0: right. hey. those Merlin engines are fantastic. Oh, thank you. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Good idea for an electric jet. Number 32, in Thor The Dark World, there's a scene where Loki transforms himself to look like Captain America. This
0: is much better.
1: Complete with the cameo appearance by Chris Evans. The scene was actually shot twice to really complete the performance first Loki actor Tom Hiddleston wore the Captain America costume and did an impression of Chris Evans. Evans then donned the suit and mimicked the scene again, effectively doing an impression of himself. This helped to really sell the idea that it was Loki impersonating Captain America and not the captain himself.
0: We hope you enjoyed listening to our podcast. The written version of this article can also be found on hollywoodinsider.com. Subscribe to our podcast and also subscribe to our YouTube channel at youtube.com slash Hollywood Insider TV. Follow us on our social media. We will be back next time with more thought-provoking features.